back. That's right, you hear the music in the background. We can't hear it right now, but we're gonna edit it in. So <laughs> we're still tele telecommunicating to you telepathically. Today's episode is the first edition of we don't know what we're gonna call it yet, either the Tinfoil Podcast or the Enter the Matrix Podcast or something like that. But we'll work on it eventually. But this is our conspiracy. Our conspiracy half of the show this is where we have fun and we talk shit about conspiracies. And uh, if you're listening to this too loud, turn the volume down because the FBI men in black might break through your window <laughs> right now while you're listening. So if you don't want that to happen, uh, that just reminded me. Remember when we used to we used to download music illegally back in the days off LimeWire? I think everybody was guilty of that, bro. Facts. Whatever happened, you know what's crazy? They said that people got arrested for that shit. I feel bad for the dumb motherfuckers that got arrested while everybody was everybody was bumping Lil Wayne Carter 5 while, while other motherfuckers were in jail for downloading that shit. <laughs> but I think they're selling CDs, though. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, they'll burn disc and then they'll sell them and, like, you know, trying to make the little money. Oh, they took it too far. They took it one step too far, and that was, that was the beginning yeah. of the end for them and shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if I wonder if the guys used to burn CDs and download music. You know, we get we gave up our career, but I wonder if they ended up becoming real hackers and shit. You know, like <laughs> they say that they say that uh, hackers be working for the like the FBI. If the FBI finds a good hacker, they'll try and recruit them and shit because they know that that that's just a rare skill nowadays. Even though a lot of people are online, most people don't know how to get behind the security and shit. But but moving on to today's first conspiracy or first topic that we wanted to speak about, questioning the reality around us. Um, we wanted to talk about this small thing called simulation theory. By those who don't know, or for those who don't know, the simulation theory is a theory developed by some person. I'm not sure right now. Let me look it up. But your simulation theory is... The theory that everything around us essentially is a part of a bigger program simulation. Like the way that if you ever played the game Sims or if you ever played a game where you could create a world like fucking Tycoon, Roller Coaster Tycoon or some shit. And then, you know, you have those moments where you're able to like let your city build itself or you let the people walk around and then they interact with each other intelligently or whatever. Or it may seem intelligent. That's the premises for the simulation theory to say that if we're able to explain or to recreate simulations of real life through the technology that we have, then is it possible that we're like a product of alien technology? What do you think, New? Give us give us your opinion on that. You think it's possible that we were created by some bigger intelligence, or do you think that it's it's not that deep? I mean, honestly, I don't think it's that deep. I, I, I'm not too too savvy on the simulation theory, but I, I know of it. But I don't think it's that deep, like, where it goes to the point where, like, oh, we're all, like, connected to one computer and everything. I, I, it's just hard for me to believe that, that specific theory. I mean, I'm open-minded to it. Like, if yeah. somebody has proof, if somebody has proof or they, they have, like, an explanation where it's, it could catch me off guard, then, I mean, I'm willing to listen to it, but... Yeah. Like in my opinion, I I can't I can't really get behind that theory as much. Yeah, simulation theory is more like one of those like fun theories where it's like it would be fun if it was true in a way because 
like I, I thought about this one time and I was like, it would be a sick movie if, if something, you know, somebody might, I don't know who's listening to this, but it's Steven Spielberg. If you're listening to this shit, don't steal my movie. But, <laughs> but I was thinking about this movie where I was like, what if they recreated the earth, you know, like Truman show kind of, they recreated the earth and then they made a movie, you know, and the, the whole movie is like a regular person's life focusing on one person, the emotions, falling in love, having kids, falling out of love, you know, having the dog, everything. And then at the end of the movie, it's a plot twist where, where, uh, like, they zoom out, and then you see the earth, and then the earth is, like, one marble in a row of marbles, and then it's, like, Earth 456, Earth 457, Earth 458. Like, it would be interesting if that was, like, like like that was our reality i don't know it's just a fun thing to think about you know because the truth is a lot of scientists say that in our lifetimes you know we we might not even be able to see that far out into the universe to where we're able to see the universe that we live in you know if that's possible you know some people don't even think space is real yet so (laughs) who knows you know that's just that's just the nature of conspiracies like it's all about who can come up with the craziest shit and then everybody's like, "Oh shit, I didn't think about that before." You know, how what if what if it is true, you know, but just to go back to simulation theory a little bit. I think the reason that people like again like I said the reason that people hang on to that one a little bit more is because it's possible to recreate recreate reality. Uh, you know, when we we're growing up, we used to always have ideas of how to like, oh, like one day we're going to make a game or some shit. One day we're going to make a game. Like, what if there's, like, alien little kids out there that are, you know, fucking giant super aliens. And they're like, one day I'm going to make a universe. And, like, one of them just made our universe, you know. And, and we're just a part of that simulation. We're just a part of the thing. But then again, it's, like, it's kind of scary to think about that. Because then it, w- it would be like, oh, if that's true, then what really matters in the simulation? You know, or what if you, like, wake up? There's another theory that they have, like, what if you wake up and then the whole Earth life or whatever was just a fucking, like, a training program for real life. Or it's like, now they they tell you, like, now it's time to enter the Matrix. You're like, what the fuck? I just lived a whole long life. Uh (laughs) That shit wasn't real this whole time. (laughs) Like, what the (laughs) fuck was the point of it? Nah, but it is crazy to think about. You know, and um, and a lot of people really think about that, and they consider they consider it. You know, and some people would even say like it's a certain possibility. Like, I read this article once that was saying something like, uh, even physicists say that uh, that we're living in a simulation because do you, have you ever heard of dark matter? Like, basically, there's this, or is it dark matter, dark energy, where they say that. Like, space itself has weight. Like, scientists, physicists and shit, they say that space, like, if you were to weigh the Earth, like, the entire space of the Earth, it would weigh more than the Earth itself. So, it's like, the the space between Earth has some sort of, like, mass and shit. So, it could be weighed. And that's what they call dark energy. And then that also explains why, like, shit is expanding. The universe, like, is moving out. Well, it's not really moving out. It's just moving in all directions. So then they say, like, oh, that kind of proves us. That could be evidence for a simulation because the same way that when you're when you're in 
like building a program or whatever, you have to fill the space with something besides i mean you can't explain empty space when you're in a game you have to create like you know how you're sometimes you'll play a game and there's like an invisible wall yeah or like they'll block off an area or some shit so that's like that's an example of how like gravity and space could be manipulated like let's say one time let's say you're walking to the edge of the universe you know i remember my dad used to always say this like what if you get to the edge of the universe and then you like walk through it and then you're like right back where you were before you walk through it it's like what's what's infinity what's the endless you know where does it end you know like that's that's a question that i think a lot of people probably haven't considered but once you start thinking about space and shit like that in a in a way that i feel like humans have always had that fascination like you know we used to always we used to always be into like mythology and shit like that, you know, like Greek mythology, like uh, how they try to explain the sky and things like that. And even there's a conspiracy even in that where they say that a lot of those gods might have been aliens or they might have been like people with abilities that humans no longer have, you know. But it's interesting to think how how like we always try to explain things as if we're programmed that way you know like we're programmed to find the answer but what if there is no answer play the x-files music you know what i'm saying like like what if yeah, it's but like isn't isn't even space travel looked at like time travel basically because they say that it's not even like when you travel to space it's more like it's not even in mileage it's it's to time you know I me? Mean? That's yeah. why that's yeah. why I think it'll be a lot harder to reach the edge because it's, if you think about it, you're you're basically stuck in a single position. Mm-hmm. You're just going through time and you're following the time with it. So you'll never catch the edge because you weren't there when it started. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yep. That has to do with like the the speed of light. Like I think uh, the speed of light. The speed of light is something like 186, 187, some shit like that. 100 some thousand miles per hour, per second, actually. So unless you're able to, that's what Einstein talked about too. How nobody will ever be able to move at the speed of light because if if you move at the speed of light, then you become energy. Mm-hmm. So like you'll lose your body and you'll become energy. So then that's that's at the point where people think you could travel through time, like where you're no longer, like how you just said how you're. How you're no longer moving through space as a dimension, you know, because like there's there's the other theories, too, about about the world, like string theory. They say there's 26 dimensions or some shit like that, you know, some 20 something amount of dimensions. But it's weird to think about because we think about dimensions in direction. We think mm-hmm. about it like time and space. We think about it like things like that. So where's the other 26 places coming from? Well, we look at it like places. But the thing is that there's not. There's no, like how you said, there's no one way to go or there's no edge per se because you, it's like moving, it's like if you're in the middle of the ocean and you look around you, all you see is horizons. It looks like the world goes on forever in every direction. So you wouldn't even know which direction to pick because what if you pick the farthest direction or whatever, you know, and then plus the speed thing has a lot to do with it, so. Yeah, I think, I think, I think we'll never be able to really see the edge because like I said, it's just, but that's, that's, that's that's human curiosity things that are unknown we want to we want to figure out like the ocean like the ocean is like one of the most unexplored 
places in the fucking world. I think, well, what do they say? Like, how much percent of the ocean do we know? Let me Google like, this real quick. Yeah, no, they say that, they say that we know more about space than the ocean, right? Yeah, that <laughs> like, we know about the ocean, space. And that's, what, that's fucking crazy, cause that's like you would think like, oh, this is our Earth, and like you know we're like fighting over land and all kinds of stuff, but like the the land only makes up a certain percentage of the Earth too. There's more water than there is land. Yeah, there's a seventy percent, I think, of the Earth is covered in ocean. So, yeah. which is weird, cause like we only live on the oh set, the ocean takes up seventy one percent, and yet, yeah, damn, it says yet ninety five percent of the ocean is unex completely unexplored. What the fuck, bro? Percent. There's a megalodon oh. down there, bro. I'm telling you, no, nah, there's something crazy. down there, bro. That's that might be another crazy. dimension down there. Like that might be the next dimension that we're not looking at, or next few dimensions. Bro, the, right now well, that I, I read that, what what, what do you, what do you feel about dimensions though? Because like I I've I've been thinking, I I think about dimensions a lot, and like the way I see things is like okay, this is something that I just been thinking about lately. I feel like every second that passes or every millisecond mm -hmm. that passes, a new dimension is created, and I'll explain why. For instance, let's say you pick up a bottle right now, right? You yeah. picked up that bottle in a certain way. Now in another dimension, you, you didn't even touch the bottle. The other dimension, your pinky was a little lower. The mm. next dimension, your pinky was yeah. a little higher. The next one, your pinky wasn't even touching. You infinite possibilities, yeah. Infinite possibilities, and those dimensions are created off of that one second. Fuck, that's crazy to think. It's crazy to think about if you think about it like a, like a, like a row of mirrors, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, like have you ever seen Interstellar? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Interstellar is a fucking crazy movie. Yeah, that was like, one of the craziest ways where they actually showed it in a visual way because when you think about it your mind can only have so much like thought processing to even think about it but when you see it you start to think what the fuck what if that's real like what you just said what if what i mean there's dimensions being the created multiverse like theory is for sure like one of the most popular theories that they say like not even is it possible but it's true like there's not only just one universe but there's infinite multiverses and we're just like you're saying and then that that brings up another question about not only the dimensions but of the decisions of free will like are you, the decision that you're making is it really the decision that you know cuz we feel like we're going through you know oh before I decide to pick up that bottle I have this thought in my head that tells me that I'm going to pick it up a certain way so then you reach for it you grab it you pick it up and then you drink from the bottle or whatever the case is that decision completely your choice? Even though it feels like it's your choice, are you really just like fulfilling a prophecy in a way? You know, and that's why that's why all of this all of these things tie in even when it comes to history. Because even though we like me and you, you know, we like history and things like that, like yeah. ancient Egypt, and we always been to like ancient cultures and shit like that, but sometimes I wonder because obviously I trust history, but it makes me wonder like what how did it exactly happen? Because all we know is stories, or not even the full story. We know stories passed down over generations. And it's like, this, what if they already had these thoughts? What if they already went through this? And then, you know, what if they came to the conclusion that it was true, that the multiverse theory was true, and then somehow they ended up figuring out time and space? Like, there's still a lot of mysteries about history that I feel that people overlook or because that you know it wasn't it's not in our lifetime 
they don't really pay too much attention to it. So. Or they forget. They, or a lot they of forget, times for sure. Like like that one plague, the, what is it called? The 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 the, the bubonic plague. plague. No, the, the da- dancing plague. You ever heard of the oh, dancing shit, plague? Oh, shit, what's that? No. Let me look there this was, up. It was like, there was a bunch of people that were dying from dancing. And it, it wasn't just like, oh, just out of nowhere, they start dancing. They'll watch somebody dance, and then the, they'll get contagious, and they start dancing. And then people were going for heart failure through the dancing. They were dying from dancing. It was like 400 people, but it was a, a short period in history, but it happened. This happened. is fucking crazy. This is, uh, it says right here, the dancing plague of 1518 or dancing epidemic of 1518. It was a case of dancing mania that occurred in Strasbourg, Alsace, in the Holy Roman Empire, bro. The Romans were up to some shit, bro. The you Romans see, were up to. crazy. And it was only from July 1518 to September. So it was that seven to nine like a couple of months, between 50 and 400 people took to dancing for weeks. What the they, fuck, they, bro? And they, they would die. Bro, nah, this is a cover-up, bro. Why are they talking see, about you, this? But you see, that, that's what I'm saying. That, that was like something that people forgot. They didn't, It's not even brought up no more, you know what I mean? Yep. It's just like, and I think that as humans, since we have such short lives, because we don't have long lives, mm-hmm. people think like, oh, I live 100 years, I lived a long life. You haven't. Yeah. Because even like they said, the 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 time that our this earth has been has existed if it will be looked at on a calendar it'll be like the final seconds the final milliseconds on the final day of the final month of the calendar like we we're literally make no like no impact on the on the on the on the cosmic calendar at all true you know so how they like, say you know, like they'll be like oh uh, they'll be like oh uh, They'll make a calendar and they're like, oh, if the beginning of the universe was January 1st, mm-hmm. then like we're like barely in fucking February or some shit. Like it's only been a month relative to the to the age of the universe and mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, this is no, crazy no, because we're no, because they say they, no. What they what they say is that the the like the whole timeline that the Earth has been existing mm-hmm. compared to the whole like the whole existence of the universe, it's only like it's like a like like a millisecond. You hear me? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's that that was a uh, that was what's his name? Um, Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson or something like that, right? Yeah, no, uh, Einstein's theory too, the, the relativity oh. theory of how how everything is related somehow. Like even though, like that's why humans have that inclination. Like it says right here, the Earth is four point five billion years old, roughly four point five billion years. God damn, that's a long time. And that's still like nothing. That's still nothing compared to the whole cosmic calendar. Yeah, for five billion years, and the entire universe is thirteen point eight billion. Damn, and we're over here speaking about hundreds of years that people are gonna be excited to live, and that's not even a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And it's like no. we feel like we're so significant, and people get like egos about them even in that small time, which is interesting, you know. Yeah. It's interesting how we have that. You know, and how we were talking about, and you know what, that even pertains to what we were talking about, about the ocean, how people do make such slow progress because they're so caught up in, like, we're caught up in, what do you say, how do you say it, like, we're caught up in what, like, the time that we're going to be here thinking about it rather than, like, what we could do while we're here. And I think that's why a lot of the greed comes from, too, a lot, uh, where a lot of the greed comes from, where people... Or like fuck, fuck everybody else. I just want to make sure I have fun while I'm alive. 
Then you get those Illuminati people who fucking eat babies and, and drink fucking baby blood so they could live forever and shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. I, that's yeah. That's that's. And that, that's what's crazy, too, because if you think about, like, how ele- evolution works, how, like, they adapt to their environment. If the ocean hasn't been bothered for over millions of years, what animals only 0.05% of the ocean is mapped with the highest resolution of sonar. So, in a half, a per- half of 1%. Yeah, but crazy. like I'm saying, like I was saying, like, so, millions of years, and the ocean has not been, like, like, the earth, as we're, we're constantly, like, creating this for deforestation a bunch of animals are going extinct because yep. of what we're doing but the ocean and everything it's the ocean like the deeper parts of the ocean we haven't even been able to touch so think of all the creatures and those things that live down there that have never even been bothered so they're there i think there's a dinosaur down there still honestly like if that's this is like i wasn't even thinking about the numbers before i was just like yeah they say we know more about ocean i mean we know about space more than the ocean and I was like, oh, yeah, whatever whatever the fuck that means. But now that it's like 90%, 90-whatever percent, like, bro, that, that means that exactly what you're saying, that there's a whole, there could be a whole nother, like, earth down there, basically, if you think about it. The same way that, the same way that they have historical places where they're like, oh, this used to be underwater. Who's to say one day that all this shit, like, not like 50 percent of the 90 percent of the ocean that we don't know what if one day it just rises to the top like what that would be crazy that'll be some fucking that'll be the day that the earth stood still right there because or watch or when the when the land floods once the land floods it's like it's gonna be a whole nother ball game what That's the us consider, uh, we're, we're, we consider ourselves apex predators and then we're gonna be encountered with some we're gonna be in a whole nother like territories, a whole nother domain for us. We're we're no longer gonna be the apex predator. Hear me? What we're if, gonna, we're... I mean, then it makes sense. Now it starts to make sense about the UFOs and people saying that there might be aliens under the water, bro. Like before, I was like, yeah, under the water. Oh, yeah, USOs? Right. USOs. Yeah, but now that I'm thinking about it, why wouldn't they use the water as cover if it's eighty, you know, seventy percent of the the fucking surface, and then. You know, most of it is unexplored by us. They would be aware that we're we haven't uh, explored the ocean. I think they would be like, "Oh, these motherfuckers haven't even tapped their oceans yet. Let's build a base there. It's gonna take them hella long to find us." And then one day we get to the bottom of the ocean, and it's like Star Wars, where fucking Jar Jar Binks is under the water and shit, and they have a whole fucking. No, like the you ever seen the movie The Abyss? Was it The Abyss? Is it the? I'm not sure. The abyss where they, where they fucking they're like underwater and then all of a sudden like the ending is like a fucking UFO just rescues him and brings him up to the surface and it's like it's all crazy shit. That mo- I watched when I was very young and I remember that movie tripped me out so crazy. That sounds like something that might happen in the future, but it's like like we we're saying we're so close minded in terms of but well, I mean we're restrained by our own mortality. We can only think within like a sixty to seventy year lifespan. On average, you know, some people live to 100. Some people live longer than that. But the majority of people aren't going to be here for more than 80, you know, maybe 70 if you get lucky, you know. But it is interesting to think how we're already in the year 2022. We're supposed to be on Mars by the year 2024. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think how much, how far out we're going and yet how much internally we don't have understood yet 
And it makes me wonder why we don't. You know how they send rovers to Mars and stuff? Mm-hmm. I wonder why they haven't made like big sea rovers to explore the sea. It's because of the pressure. They they oh, tried. Yeah, yeah, the pressure, the pressure. But, but the pressure, yeah, they've tried, but it's just fucking that that pressure. It I think it's like hydrostatic pressure or something like that. That is crazy that there's some places on Earth that are more dangerous than space, even. Yeah, I've seen I've seen things like that where they say. But then you you gotta see yeah. it too, like, like, like I remember what, what was it? I forgot what I watched. It was on some some documentary or something. It was like how humans do not fit with the Earth's environment. Like everything we're doing, we fuck we're, everything we're, up. Yeah, we're we're trans. We like, used to. I don't know what happened. They're saying that humans aren't even considered like mammals because mammals adapt to their environment or, or you know, they, 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 they tend to like whatever's around their surroundings, they adapt to it and we don't. We're, we, we destroy it and we build it to our comfort. And they said the only other thing Fucking that does weird. that is a parasite. They said a, yeah. parasite's only, a parasite's the only other thing that does that. It invades a, a space and it transforms it to fit its comfort. Yeah, that's so why. Saying, yeah. Web. Yeah, they're saying that humans are more like parasites than we are mammals, because we 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 come, we create stuff to our. I know some parasites in. for sure. <laughs> no, <I'm just> like, <laughs> no, but not like the, I mean that's why I think the Prometheus theory of like the movie Prometheus is one of the most like interesting in terms of why we treat the Earth the way we treat it. It would seem that maybe we are the alien species ourselves that we didn't actually originate on Earth, because like you said, we're not naturally fit. It seems like. At least with our intelligent brains, right? When people were like Neanderthals and fucking Homo sapiens and Homo erectus and all that stuff, then those species, subhuman species, those were fit to survive because they were hunter-gatherers. You know, they they cherished the land. You know, instead of, like, having fucking a million chicken nuggets that they could eat, we had to go out and kill one mammoth just to feed the whole tribe. That was surviving off of your, your resources, you know, natural selection survival of the fittest that was nature and then eventually people evolved with i mean the only thing that separates us is the intelligence the intellect the brain so where does the brain come from like what what caused the brain to develop the way it does to where people had that intelligence that came to them where they decided that the best way and it's kind of like robots how people are afraid that one day artificial intelligence might take out humans because then they'll humans will say something like oh how do we make the earth a better place and then the robots end up deciding that the earth is better without the humans it's like the same conclusion that we came to instead of thinking about all the animals and everything else that's around us we're like let's shape the entire world to our environment and now look at the fucking earth it does look like a bunch of parasites attacked it everywhere there used to be nature there's nothing but buildings and fucking pollution and you got Sea turtles drowning on fucking straws. And then you got fucking, you know, fish caught up in soda, fucking plastic holders and shit. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy when you think about it. How If you do look at us like a parasite, it makes 100% sense. We came here to destroy this planet and we're doing a good fucking job at it. Yeah. And, uh, that's what we're... Yeah. You said dinosaurs? I think... No, I said, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're basically uh... fucking... I was gonna say the dinosaurs for real. What happened to the dinosaurs too? Bro? Yeah, that that I've heard that the meteorite took them out. Then I oh, that just that's a double theory right there. What if the meteor that took out the dinosaurs was the meteor that brought the human brain 
intelligence from space. I don't know, bro. I'm just going crazy. Particles, little particles, and stuff. Yeah, like what if, what if that? I mean, because it had to be a. They said it had to be a pretty big meteor in order for it to cause the impact that it caused, because it it completely changed the entire climate of the whole Earth, so that it was like stronger than I think they said a hundred nuclear bombs. Let me look this up actually, so I could get it right. I'm just. I'm just yeah, uh, yeah, but those that mass extinction event, they say it happened multiple times in history. Oh yeah, there's that theory too. That's that's the thing. So it's like like I I think the problem is that humans are no no longer humble like they used to be cuz mm-hmm. we consider ourselves the most intelligent beings on earth, but then we can't even solve the problems that we're creating. Get me? Yep. And then like, you know, even, and then even, even, there's an ego about it where they're like we don't have to clean up after ourselves yeah fuck it we'll go to another planet yeah we're just out this bitch yeah like that's that's the big issue everybody's like oh i want to explore like if you think about it if we would all just be like okay let's take care of this planet let's do what we have to do here and and everybody would be on the same fucking page i guarantee you would have been traveling to other planets why because it would have been a a a a collective it would have been everybody in one trying to with a common goal let's get to another planet so we could start another population and you know and, and build a build a, a solid foundation within our solar system, you get me? But yeah. instead everybody's like, I wanna be the first on Mars. No, I wanna be the first on Mars. No, I, mm. I wanna own land on Mars. And they're already trying to sell land on fucking Agreed, Mars yeah. and we have And it's like, bro, like all this money you're investing into another planet, why don't you invest into into cleaner ways of doing this and cleaner ways of doing that? Like, you know, like or stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not no environmentalist. I don't. I'm, I can't really. It's go common to sense, in. though, when you say. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people probably like if you say that to uh, like a hundred, like uh, fucking f- just fifty percent of the entire population, it makes sense to everybody. But yet, people still don't do it because, like you're saying, we get caught up in the, we get caught up in simple shit. Especially in like in America, we have like the capitalism shit that drives us. People are more motivated by things instead of progress as like a, a human race, as a species. Instead of progressing together, we all fucking look at each other like enemies and all these other things. And I mean, it, it is interesting how how it seems that that's, you know, to go all the way back to the simulation theory. I think that's why a lot of people can believe things like that, where it seems that the things that we do don't really make sense in terms of logic. If we really used our brains, if our brains were really being utilized the way they say we should or the way they say they are, then we would probably be a lot more farther along in terms of progress. We'd probably be like 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 having those inter solar system, interplanetary societies. I remember I used to think about shit like that when we used to watch movies or play games like Mass Effect where they have these like societies where it's more than one planet more than one species. And that's probably why aliens don't want nothing to do with us, bro, because they see how greedy we are. They're like, oh, we don't want to fuck with these greedy-ass humans. They fucking nuke themselves. They're going to nuke us, too. Like, we don't want yeah. we don't want nothing to do with them. They're, gonna, they're just going to fuck up. They fuck up their own planet. Why wouldn't they fuck up everybody else's shit? Which is yeah. true if you think about it. The first thing we're going to do is try to mine some... If we find a fucking alien species out there that has, like, a planet full of diamonds... Oh, bro, they're gonna be the first ones to get taken out. Well, bro. That, we're that's be like, what we're doing right now. We're looking at planets and like, oh, this one has this resources that we yeah. can use, or this one has. That's how we're looking at planets right now. Mm-hmm. And it, but like, oh, this one's inhabitable, but it has resources that we could use. Like, bro, it's gonna be the same shit. It's gonna be a repeat. 
We're going to go to another planet. We're going to fuck that one up. And then we're going to try jumping to the next. And then all we're doing is terraforming planets. We're making it come. We're doing yeah. the same shit we did here. Trying to make it to our comfort. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, there's, I always got a movie reference for something, but it reminds me of Avatar, bro. You remember Avatar with the blue people? Mm-hmm. Same shit, bro. They have this nice planet. They got these sick animals, sick ecosystems, everything. And all they want is that fucking mineral, bro. They want that purple mineral because it's an energy source, bro. And it's like, oh, they're like, oh, this shit is enough. This is more than 10 times uranium, nuclear power, it could power. But what's the point of having all that power if you don't, if the progress, what's the point of the power? You know, where does that lead? What is your goal with that? I think people want power, but they don't want to do anything with it. They just want to feel powerful. And that's that's where the human ego is our worst enemy, where we don't we're blinded to what we actually want in life because we're just fascinated with the idea of having it. Like when people want money and they get it and then they fucking still miserable as they were when they got it because they had no plan with it. They just had the plan of getting it. And it's like you sacrificed your whole soul to get here and now you don't know what to do with it. And it's the same thing as I feel I feel one day the aliens might just come down. If they haven't already, they're just going to come down to us and be like, you guys fucked up. We already voted you out. Your planet's being destroyed <laughs> yeah. in 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> we already picked it. Your planet's no longer compatible. Facts. <laughs> we, we assessed you guys on the threat scale, and you guys are a level 10 maximum security threat to the rest <laughs> of the universe. We got to wipe you out. Like, you motherfuckers are fighting every day for no reason. You guys done fucking had 50 world wars. Every other planet doesn't even have one. You guys, yeah. you guys haven't fucking built a world government, and it's and then that's another thing too, where there is, there's this illusion that the gov- that the world is in a, you know always at war with each other, and yeah. um, in a way we are we're at war over resources over certain things like that, you know there's this, uh, sanctions in place with each other there's taxes things like that that cause countries to be enemies with each other. But at the very top, 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 top level, everybody gets along. You know, it's like everything else. The the low level, the ground soldiers, the foot soldiers, they're always the ones fighting the war. While the leaders are the ones talking civilly, making decisions, you know. The, even the two leaders of two different sections, you know, if you speak about like, oh, this person runs one militia and this person runs the other. While the soldiers are killing each other, the two leaders are at the table shaking hands, making negotiations. And that's where people get caught up too much, where they get caught up in the idea of fighting for ideas that they don't even stand for. And if we did focus on how you were saying, focusing more on the greater good of the earth, as corny as it sounds, you know, that's really, it's really that simple is what it is. It's really that simple. People overcomplicate it. If we we would have never had world hunger to begin with, if we never had all these fucking wars and shit and fights for power. And, you know, there's a lot of great, people in history who who like their whole reputation is based on conquering other people but look at them now they're dead motherfucker they everything they conquered isn't even worth shit a lot of the shit that they conquered doesn't even exist today so what's the point of conquering the you know your legacy should be left in progress not in you know destruction because i mean you can destroy something but it's always going to be rebuilt just like the roman persian wars just like the greeks just like you know the fucking even today like the israelites that fight with the uh, iran and all those middle eastern wars and the fucking i mean there's a whole lot of ancient wars that are still being fought today and unless we get over those old school ideals that people stick to 
then we're never really going to progress in nothing. And it's, it's crazy how how a lot of those people are in power, especially when it comes to religion. Religion runs the world because people fucking, they cling on to religion more than anything else because religion gives people hope. And motherfuckers are afraid to die because they know we're going to die, but they're like, oh, I want to go to heaven, so I'm going to praise this or I'm going to do that. But the truth is that nobody knows. You know, all you know is what you see and what you see is what you do, what you get, what you act. You know, you're a product of your environment and your environment is a product of you. So if you choose to focus on building things, then, you know, everything will be built in your life. But that's just crazy how it's, that is a crazy thought how we did, how we might be, even though we think we're this advanced civilization, we might probably be like the laughing stock of the universe. Like, look at these fucking monkeys. Look at yeah, these it, apes. That's the thing. But even then, it's, 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 I feel like it's never really going to be. I don't see us changing anytime soon. We're still, we have this need to be like, I'm dominant. I'm dominant. I'm dominant. That's always that's gonna be until like I forgot what president says with John F. Kennedy. The only way we're gonna unite is if we encounter an an oh, yep. outer an outer world threat or an extraterrestrial threat, which is gonna make all of us unite because mm-hmm. we're like, oh shit, now now the whole world's in danger. You hear me? It's not yeah. just one city or one state or one country. It's or one continent. It's it's a whole world gonna be in danger. And that's the only way we'll unite until we find a common foe. But right now we're picking fights with each other over, over the most dumbest shit or even even stuff that we feel is logical and it might not be. We, we don't, you get me like. And even on like, even on, see, as soon as we leave the earth, we forget about all the problems on earth. Like the International Space Station, for example. There's a piece of it that America built. There's a piece of it that China built. There's a piece of it that Russia built. And not, I don't know the rest of the countries, but uh-huh. it's like a fucking Megatron power ranger robot that comes together with different pieces and that's the that type of piece that type of unity only exists in space because like you said in space if something comes we have a common threat we have a common enemy it's the the earth versus you know everything else uh-huh. but because of that because of the absence of that threat people don't feel the need to unite because they're like oh well as long as i stick with my own people in my own country and my own group then it's us versus the world. But, you know, if the real way to make progress is to get out of that mentality and to escape those boundaries. Like, that's a, that, if you think about, if you think about awareness and levels, that's like level one. Your group, you know, like your tribe. Like, that's like primitive shit, like how we were talking about. That's like old school thinking. Before we had the ability to think for ourselves, that's like primitive shit. You just go with your tribe. Uh yeah, uh, uh, that's that's like a whole. But that's the thing. I feel like the more intelligent we get, the more dominance we want to show, and and it's gonna be like that. Because if you look at animals, like I believe animals have some kind of conscience. People be like mm-hmm. they have no conscience. They're dumb animals. Da, da, da. But even uh uh, remember that that interview with Coco the monkey? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Rest in peace. The Coco. sign language the sign language and then they start talking and then the guy asked them yep. about the skeleton and she said it's it's dead draped right which is covered mm-hmm. and then and then they asked her where do animals go when they die and she said a comfortable hole you get me like she literally signed a comfortable hole yeah or even that that was her imagination about it. in a way you know like yeah 
but she she has a conscience. She's able yeah. to respond. Or even about the elephant, there was a documentary on elephants, and then there was an elephant who mother died when it was younger, and it became the leader of the I guess of the the the, the pack of elephants or whatever, and they'll follow, and they had this specific route they'll take. But when they they diverged from that route and they went to the location where his mother died, and they, they all stood there in silence. Like they all just stood there, like if they were like mm. mourning it in silence. Yeah. And then they they then they continued walking, and everybody was like, "How how can you say these animals don't have a conscience mm-hmm. when it, it, it they're, they're right there?" It basically showed, like you know, like you could tell that it was kind of like a deep thought. They were all in that deep thought, like, "Okay, you know, the, this is the pack leader, and this is where his mother died, so it has some significance of warning to him." You know? Yeah, that's hell yeah, and that that's definitely those definitely stories and instances like that where it's undeniable that there's a soul behind the eyes there's like something more than just a brain like people you mm-hmm. like to say oh they've got like a quarter size of the human's brain but we don't even understand our own brain so what does brain size really even determine yeah. what if they just have the right part of the brain that, that you need like you're saying in order to be conscious in order to be aware <laughs> i mean most animals they operate off instinct or at least that's how we look at it like they're operating like when the gazelle is out eating and the lion starts chasing her she doesn't know to run because she's thinking to run. She just knows by instinct, by her genetic code, that, you know, she's, if she wants to survive, she leaves. If she wants mm-hmm. to die, she stays there. You know, the, those are the only two options instinctually. And But we used to live off instincts as well. Yeah. When we were, before we started, like, building areas that we consider secure, we lived off instincts. Yeah. yeah. But I think now, yeah. now, now that we built these secure, like, I guess like societies and shit. Yeah, societies and stuff. We feel our instincts are dropping a lot. Like I feel like we don't have, we don't have the same like instincts as we did when we when before like back in the yeah. days. Even even our even our our ancestors that from the that traveled from the east to the west and you know when the wild west was happening, they still had the instincts and they still had the 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 capability of surviving off the land. And people be like, oh, hunters are so bad. Hunters are so bad. Yeah, there's hunters that hunt for game and there's hunters that hunt to live. You can't just group yeah. them all together and be like, they're the same. Like the people that live up in the mountains and stuff, they hunt <clears throat> and they'll, they'll hunt one elk or one whatever game is out there and they'll make it last a whole month and their family would eat off that one animal for a whole month. And then the fur is used into clothing and then the 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 bones are sold. Obviously, they sell it to make some type of money because they still need to buy their ammunition and everything. Yeah, every single part is used. Nothing goes to waste. Every, yeah, exactly. Every single part is used, and 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 but they're living off their their passed down instincts. They know how to track an animal. They know you know all these talents that they have yeah. that a lot of people don't have no more because they they're like oh well. I don't need to do it. I got McDonald's around the corner or I got this around the corner and it's making, you know? The fact you don't got to hunt down a McChicken, that shit's yeah. right there waiting for you to order it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a and motherfucking that, McChicken. And that's that's another big problem that we're having. The food shortage is because we have yeah. so much food with waste and it's, you mm-hmm. know, and nobody's hunting for their food no more. Like like you, like you the, the picture you sent me about those chickens that were genetically modified. Yo, the GMO The chickens. whole reason, yeah, the whole reason the genetic modification. now. The whole reason the genetic modifications happened were because we were we knew that we weren't gonna have enough food for the for the population. So they started modifying chickens to make them bigger, to make them more, you know, this and this and that, to make them get to get to a point where we know it'll feed 
more family members than it would with the regular chicken back in 19 something, you know? Hell yeah. And that reminds me of the saying, money is the root of all evil. Because I think that's hella true. That's one of the most like fundamental, like most profound statements, especially in like nowadays, because money money makes people do evil shit like even though people look at it like oh you need money to survive and we work for money and that's fine that aspect of it isn't bad because that's just people trying to survive mm-hmm. but when it comes to like medicine and the gmos and people putting money into industries then obviously they want their money back so if somebody's putting like a billion dollars into genetic modification of organisms then they need to make 10 billion back and how are they going to do that making sure all that shit is sold and there's no room for organic food when when half of the fucking produce or 75% of the produce is all genetically modified. Then they need to sell you that shit and there's no telling how it's going to react. All they know is that it has the same structures as the food, right? It's being created. It's like how they're, how they're planning on, you know, we talked about the chickens, but at least chickens are natural. You know, now they're planning on using this, uh, using tiger cells to create like lab steaks like they're going to be making in order to beat world hunger and in order to stop um, mass farming instead of having mm-hmm. to kill a million chickens a day or you know a million cows a day or whatever the number is that what they want to do is they want to start taking cells from tiger meat because that's the richest in proteins and they want to start cloning it and making steaks out of it and mm-hmm. that's just leading to a future where you don't even know what you're eating at that point so I feel like a, a large number of the population, how you were saying, some people have like an ethical dilemma with hunting or they feel like it's wrong when you see people. And I think that as long as you, and this is this is an idea that comes from Native Americans, that comes from, you know, a lot of religions, is as long as you show respect to the animal that you're using for food or, you know, whatever the case, as long as you show respect to the animal, then there's no harm done. Because at the end of the day, when when our ancestors used to hunt, they didn't hunt because they wanted to for fun they hunted because it was a means of survival and they were grateful mm-hmm. that they caught that you know that elephant or they caught those buffalo they were grateful about it it was like yeah. an experience you know it was not only just oh like you're saying when you go and you buy a mcchicken there's no process there all you're doing is spending money you're throwing money at them and they're throwing a mcchicken at you and you're gonna go eat it and you're gonna fucking sit down and not do nothing and that's it that's your experience of eating when you don't have to fight for your food or, you know, and I'm not saying I want people to starve, but it's like if people were more inclined to have to at least have a garden, if everybody just understood the like process of growing your own vegetables, for example, growing your own crops, then they would have another respect for farmers and people like that. And then we yeah, wouldn't exactly. be so like, wow. we wouldn't be so like willing to let them make those GMOs and shit. Or if everybody just had a chicken farm, and they realize what goes into caring for chickens. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe just that alone would make people not want to eat chicken, you know. But when people start, I think that's the problem with ideas is when you have, like, I respect. I got vegan homies and vegetarian homies, and I respect how they feel and what they think. But you know those crazy motherfuckers that try to go up there and be like, "Oh, you're killing animals," and they make like this big ass argument and controversy about it. That just makes people more stubborn about it. You know, if you mm-hmm. want people to understand, you have to put them through the experience of it. Like, grow your own shit, grow your own uh, vegetables, grow your own, you know, have a chicken farm, lay your own eggs, do things like that. And then you'll understand, like, what respect should be given to the animal because, you know, they do have a life and they are being used for basically our survival. So we need to respect that and value that so we're not so fucking gluttonous all the time and 
so used mm-hmm. to eating like 20 meals a day and eating a McChicken on top of a McRib on top of a fucking <laughs> Whopper Junior with the McFlurry double on the side. Like people eat like that because because they can, you know, like if they had yeah. to go hunt their food, they wouldn't be eating like that. Like, you know how many ingredients goes into a McFlurry? <laughs> you can't make a McFlurry in nature. Yeah. You would be like, fuck <laughs> that. Let me just eat some strawberries off this tree. But because yeah. it's available and because industries, again, the money is the root of all evil. Because industries know that they can make so much money off of just putting fucking saturated fat into food and freezing it and selling it at a cheap ass price and making a fat profit off of it then the industry is going to continue to make money. As long as we exist in the society, in the economy, where that's how people make money, they're going to make money. It's an opportunity. And if, if McDonald's wasn't the one taking advantage of that fast food system, then it would just be another company. That's why when people blame certain companies, that that's just putting a face on the crime but or the, the face on the idea. But the mm-hmm. truth is, call it whatever you want. Call it Willy Wonka World. Call it McDonald's. Call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know, it's 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 not the establishment itself. It's the idea. It's the fact that we live in an economy where people can make food for hella cheap and get and get a fat ass profit, and people are gonna fucking buy it because that's just how our diets now, and that's just how we feel. So that's the problem. It's not the it's not that McDonald's exists. If McDonald's didn't exist, it would just be another restaurant or whatever. But you know, since it does exist, you know that says more about us as humans than it does about the McDonald's itself. Yeah, it's like it's like McDonald's is just a a a, a source. Get me? It's up to the person to go up to them and, and receive the food. Like you can't blame McDonald's. Like fuck you, McDonald's. You're making me eat these ten thousand burgers like a, a month or whatever. Fuck. You're <laughs> yeah. the one going. You're the you're reason the I had a heart McDonald's. attack last night. Yeah, yeah. Like you're the one going. You're the one buying. It. And the thing is that they don't even know. Like you, nobody. Like I guarantee you. Like maybe I might be wrong, but I guarantee you, like at least ninety to ninety five percent of the people when they eat a burger from McDonald's, they have no idea what's in that meat. At Facts. all, they have no idea, but they're just like, "Oh, it's good, it's meat." Like, yeah, bro, but there's and it's cheap. You don't know. Yeah, it's real cheap. So it's like, you know, like, like even like the times that like remember when we fifty used to work burgers at for twenty dollars. Sign me up. <laughs> remember when we still work at Subway and shit? They'll send us a tuna, and it was like all fucking ready in the pack, ready in there. Like, what bro, the I hell? never seen a tuna. I never seen a tuna swim around in Subway in my life, bro. <laughs> I was like, bro, you gave me like it's just, and then now everybody's like, oh well. You know, it's like, fake so tuna. Many... It's not even real tuna, motherfucker. What did you expect? <laughs> yeah, they're, everybody's trying to promote healthy yeah. eating and stuff like that. But then it's like, it's like there's always controversy. Like, oh, promote healthy eating. Oh, but then your body shaming me. You get me? So it's like oh, there's that's always. The so now it's like it's, it's hard. It's hard as, for us as humans because we always want to contradict somebody, or we always want to go. We always want to start some con- controversy over some shit. You get yeah. me? It's like no, with this. If somebody says this. No, but this. Or what about this? No, but this. I mean, it's always mm. controversy. You get me, and 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 that's that's the big problem that we have that that we we constantly want to start battles to show. Oh no, but I'm more intelligent, or you know. And that's why that's why it's important for us to have conversations like this, because I'm sure a lot of the people that listen to this and people who we know and things like that. They have these ideas. They probably just don't consider it as much. You know, they don't take the next step to think about it. But honestly, if you just were to invest into your health, invest into your your own body, you know, invest into taking control of your life, you know, just to take this all the way back to the beginning when we talked about simulation theory. It doesn't even matter if this shit's a simulation. You know, the point is that you make your experience the best. 
And the reason why people will get miserable and they get all upset and they get all, you know, in those places where they're all fucking sad and all this shit is because of things like that. Like, if if you're allowing companies to control what you eat, you're allowing society to control what you do on a daily basis. You're allowing your your social media to take advantage of your mental health. So now you're depressed because of social media. You're out of shape because of McDonald's. And you're just not, you're socially anxious because of the media. So it's like you're mm-hmm. having a negative on negative on negative experience. So you've chosen to embrace those those sides of society, those sides of reality. You've chosen to make that your reality. When in, when in fact you have control over that. All you have to do is just, as simple as it sounds, just don't eat as much. If you're eating 10 McChickens a day, just eat two. Just little by little, you know, start making a change and take control of your own simulation in that sense. And then, you know, you'll you'll find yourself on the other side pretty soon and then you'll be thinking to yourself, I could have done this sooner. But don't worry about it because there's no, there's no such thing as too late. There's also no such thing as too soon. Everything happens at the time it's supposed to happen. So when you feel like something's calling you, you got to reach out to it. You gotta go to the light. Yeah, that, that reminds me of a quote my teacher told me. It was my, f- I never liked my English teachers ever until high school, my final year of high school. And there was this guy named Mr. Robert Hecker. Best, I, that teacher, I got nothing but respect for him. That was my favorite English teacher ever. He told me, he's like, when's the best time to plant, plant an avocado tree? Do you know when? Hell no. Nah. 30 years ago. But since, oh, you can't shit. Do it 30, since you can't do it 30 years ago, do it today. And I remember that quote stuck with me because I was like, damn, like he mm-hmm. has a point. You get me? Like, you're always thinking about, oh, I should have planned it a long time. Like, you still right. got time. You could plan it as of now. Yeah, right. me. That applies to a lot of things in life. I feel like a, that's that's a good insight. That's good wisdom right there. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of people can apply. That they probably have that feeling about at least one thing in their life. Where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, why didn't I, why didn't I uh, read that book earlier? Why didn't I? find out about this band earlier why didn't i find out about this job earlier? why didn't i realize that i could do this earlier you know it's happening now so enjoy it embrace it and if you feel like you want to do something it's never too late and you should have done it 30 years ago <laughs> so yeah. you know that's that's why that question i asked on the last uh interview podcast where i was like if you could go back 10 years would you take all the money you made or all the experience you gained Another good quote about reflection. Cause it's like 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 that. Like you said, you were like, damn, I wish I would have read that book earlier. I wish I would have known that earlier. I wish I would have you get me? But now if you would you rather take all the experience you've gained in these ten years? Or would you rather take all the money? Because the money will go. You get me? You could spend all that money and you have no experience. But if you take that experience back with you, you have more knowledge about things because you mature throughout the years. You get me? Yeah. Yeah, and that's and there, yeah, uh-huh. and I feel like that's why I feel having experience is more important than having money. I I know people are gonna be like, well, money puts food on your table, da 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 da. But if I would take the experience that I've gained throughout life and take it into any job or anything that I've already done, or or even even in in life in general, like things that I've learned throughout life, like okay, like patience is something that I've learned a lot through life. Get me. Because if you have patience, if you try rushing things, you're more likely to make a mistake. Yeah. So the patience, I feel like patience is something I learned. And if I would take that back to when I was younger, I feel like I would have been more successful. 
or or at least in in a better position than than I am right now, because I I've done a lot of things out of out of rush or or I was like I need to get it done. All right, I had to do it, and then I fuck up, and then I'm back to step one. Yeah, and I think a lot of people can relate to that too. That feeling of desperation, especially how you were saying, you know, we don't always look at things from like, a, oh, we have so many years ahead of us. Especially when you're living a certain lifestyle, you're living on a day to day basis. So patience it can't exist when you're living like that because. There is no room for what are you being patient? What are you? The question in your mind is what are you waiting for? So there's no even there's no space for patience. Patience is something that comes with like you said experience with wisdom, with yeah. lifetime. You know you start to realize that over time that how important patience is. You know there's no rush in life unless you feel like life is ending. And a lot of people do feel like their life is slowly coming to an end, and they feel that anxiety of like the world is collapsing on them. And they have to get out of there as soon as possible. But it's also important how you said to remember that if you could take all the experience or money that you've gained in the past 10 years, either or, just everybody could benefit from that. Everybody could benefit from being 10 years smarter or 10 years richer than they were 10 years ago. It's just it's just the way life is. You can always look at it from a, like they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back at things, it all makes sense. But when you were going through it, it didn't make any sense at all because you were at the beginning and now you're at the end and now you're looking back. And also, I wanted to say about those two quotes that you said about the the 10 years money or experience and then the avocado tree um, story. It's also important that because how we were talking about time and how time is linear, we you can apply those in terms of future and past. What in 10 years, how much more experience do you want to have in 10 years so you don't have that regret? How much more money do you want to have in 10 years so you don't have to feel that regret? And the same thing as the avocado tree. What would you want to do in the next 30 years of your life that you could tell yourself, I'll be proud of myself 30 years from now versus living your life in a constant state of, I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I can tell you one thing for sure. If you gain 30 years of worth a full experience of every day growing learning doing something new trying something else whether it be just going down to a beach you never gone to reading a book you never read uh making a leap making an investment doing talking to a, some chick that you thought you couldn't talk to but then you took the risk and you did it or or uh, applying for a job that you thought you would never get but then you took the risk and you got the job or you know anything that applies to you in life playing an instrument that you thought you would never be able to play but you did it and then following that path and seeing where it takes you that experience is valuable because experience isn't always strict to one thing a person who gains experience through life can apply it in any way of life even a teacher who even a scientist who's only studied science their entire life can apply their knowledge to everything because the human experience is is like one thing being a human and making decisions and going through life every single day and dealing with anxiety and and uh, making decisions and trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life. The truth is, at the end, we all want to feel fulfilled. We all want to, like they say, you don't want to be on your deathbed one day and be like, oh, I, I, I regret so much. I wish I would have done this and I wish I would have done that. You know, and the only way to prevent that is to do it right now. If you're alive right now, you know what you want to do. So take a chance, take a risk, and don't look back. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. And don't worry about what other people are going to think. Like how we said in the last podcast, don't don't spend your life trying to please people because 
what's going to end up happening is you're just going to come to the revelation eventually that you can't please everybody. One way or another, it's like a path. It's like a hundred doors that all lead to the same place. No matter what you do, if you keep making the same mistakes, like Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. If you're doing the same thing on over and over and still ending up in the same dark place, then it's time for change. It's not going to change automatically on itself until you make the conscious decision to start bettering yourself and choosing better decisions and making better choices, uh, putting yourself around better people, or at least better for you. You know, there's no there's no real good or bad, perfect, you know, scenario for anybody. It's for, some, it's for each individual to find what calls to them and what makes their experience in life the most beneficial but yeah i think that's a good hour that we have on the clock and that was a great conversation uh yeah x-files enter the matrix (laughs) we started on x-files we we drifted off to a whole nother we call this (laughs) the, the audio adhd because we always fucking jump all over the ideas but that's how the mind works I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to that. One one second you're thinking about the rent you got to pay, the next second you're thinking about that movie you seen last night. And that's what this podcast is all about, just having human conversations. And also, uh, oh, yeah, just for the everybody listening, we have plans on getting some people on the podcast. I reached out to some people, some sociologists, some fucking meteorologists, some scientists, they hit me back and showed some interest in the podcast. So pretty soon we'll be having some interesting conversations here, talking about some uh, things that you might be interested in, might not, something that you'll learn from for sure. So, yeah, uh, Newbie, you got any last words to say to the people? Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll just end it with, like, a quote that I like by Mark Twain. Yes, sir. It's, it's uh, hopefully I don't fuck it up. It's, like, it's better to keep your mouth shut and appear stupid, then open and remove all doubts. <laughs> oh, yeah, hope, yeah, that's a good quote. I oh, hope that's correct, because I, if I fucked it up, then I fucked it up. But I remember I heard that in high school, and I was like, wow, that's like, you know? It's, uh, but, yeah. But, yep, yeah, I mean, besides that, that's the quote, and, you know, hopefully, you know, I'm back yeah. on soon, and we can keep, you know, keep this little series going. Yeah, for sure we will. Wait, can you... Let me see. I'm going to try to send it to you so you can... Did you get the message that I sent you? I think that's the quote right there. Can you just say it one more time for the people? Yeah, hopefully I didn't fuck it up. If I fucked it up, I gave the... the nah, it's all good. The, the, common, the common man... You, you said it basically perfectly, but just... I want the people to hear that one one more time. That was a powerful quote. If not, I gave the common man quote, you know? The layman quote. Mm-hmm. That's what we call uh, in the cut translations. Dang, I just seen the picture you sent me. They they literally jumped four times their weight in the past 60 years. The Chicken chickens. Yeah. That is crazy. Uh, Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, so everybody, you know what's up? Bottom left at in the cut global on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Do we even have Facebook? I don't know. On TikTok, on YouTube. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, everything, share it. Appreciate everybody who's been showing love and support. As always, take care, be safe, and watch out for the monkey pox. Peace. <laughs>